scared the shit out of me it's, it's gonna be a wild what? show you guys can't hear it but it scared me all right just like the two of you are scaring me you know why because you motherfuckers sit here week in week out talking about red carpet dish red car all na- and then you're blowing mm. up my dms right before we start talking about a red carpet whoa whoa we were Whoa. talking about furries. <laughs> Not the red carpet, furries, okay? I'm furries. looking at a bunch of DMs from a red carpet that do feature... The Met Gala, but we don't care you about the Met Gala. We care butt. about the fact yeah, that there's a furry. <laughs> yeah, you are looking at a bunch of furry pictures. Maybe Specifically. So. Wait. Did- Shockingly good furry pictures. Like Shockingly I- good. Like- Eyes to the soul. Furry pictures. What is that? Why? What is eyes to the soul? Because it's so soft. It just looks so soft. It's just the eyes. Look at those eyes. Like when you see all the photos, so soft. I don't know if it's soft, but it looks so soft. Like it it looks. I want to. Is that is that supposed to be? Jared Leto was inside, and then I wasn't. I didn't want to touch it as much, you know. But I mean, I. The, I, I'm just I, Jared you know, Leto of the popular band Leto. Thirty Seconds to Mars, of the popular cult, of the cult. related to Thirty Seconds yeah. to Mars. Yes, that one. Wait, yeah. he's that, that's ever a, since the cult thing. I don't think I want to touch him in the first. Oh suit, yes, that man has I a cult. Yes, there's a cult. I I read about it. Oh, I just like his music. I didn't know he had a cult. Yep. There's yep. a cult. Wait, is that supposed like to be dressed in all white in this tweet? In this tweet you sent me, it's you said it's Carl's cat Choupette. Are you talking about the fashion dude, Carl? The, the mm-hmm. Carl that, Lagerfeld. That's exactly Carl Lagerfeld's a piece of shit. Did you know that? <laughs> so mm-hmm. Well, this entire yeah, really Met Gala is yeah. The Met mm-hmm. Gala is. I, I've found that inspired it doesn't matter by. if you're a piece of shit if you make really pretty clothes. <laughs> like if you are responsible for Chanel being a multi-million dollar company, then you can kind of say whatever you want. Like ugly people shouldn't exist, which are things Carl has said. You can yeah. say that as long as you uh then are Didn't he say like uh overweight people shouldn't be on the runway and like he was also pretty uh against like gay marriage while also I think being a gay man himself. Have you heard like- <laughs> Anything that has been said in the model community, like the fashion community, is just atrocious. <laughs> wow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah there's, there's still like that. Uh, it's funny because I've noticed on TikTok, there's a lot of reverence for like '90s era of fashion. No, and if you go look at any bad. of these people, it's all bad. Yeah, like yeah. there's like so much love for all of these models and like. um one of them, Kate Moss, was famous for saying nothing tastes as good as being skinny feels. 
But like, it's like they've divorced them from all that and they just post like runaway clips with like house music and are like, we used to be a proper society. I'm like, oh, they had a Rexic. <laughs> but yeah, okay. I, I don't, they're, they're leaving out the part that in the 90s, it was like, like you want to get in that runway? You better do some coke real quick. Like that was. I've read Carl Lagerfeld's uh, book because he is famous for having lost a shit ton of weight. And yeah. I read his book. Uh, I think I like checked it out from a library in college just because I was like morbidly curious. It is the most unhinged thing yeah. you will ever read in your life. It's literally like you eat broth once a day for a month and then you slowly introduce a fruit every day for yeah. two months. And then and it's basically like you never eat carbs ever and you just basically starve yourself for six months and then you can be skinny like Carl Lagerfeld. And I was like. Yeah, person's crazy. Person's crazy. Anyways, taking a swerve from that, from one red carpet to another. God damn it. Time out, though. Which is more interesting, the cat carpet or whatever the hell this carpet's about to be? I didn't watch the were red carpet furries? last week. I didn't watch yeah, it. I don't know what happened. Furries? I don't know. I don't know anything that happened. I was told that there was a Star Wars celebration type setup at the red carpet where, like, uh, there's they're in the middle and they have like fans around them, and then people would walk up for like the interview and then walk out. But I didn't see any of the red carpet. I was I was playing the Star Wars, and so I didn't uh, I didn't tune in. Yo, so, that game's fire. Yeah, yeah, the Star Wars is pretty good. So I don't really have anything to to report back from the Guardians uh, of the Galaxy red carpet that happened uh, happened last week. However, reviews are out. They're yep. they've yep. they've been reviews out. Are out. They're, yeah. they're out there. Uh, I've seen a mix. Yeah, 118 reviews right now uh, exist on Rotten Tomatoes, and we're currently sitting at a 77%. What's crazy is all the articles about it, you can tell everyone kind of has, like, especially in media at the moment, like a slant against Marvel. Absolutely. Because yeah. all the, I, I hadn't seen any reviews, I hadn't looked at all. I uh, saw a timeline today that was about marvel uh reviews for this movie yeah all the reviews for guardians 3 were like the worst of the trilogy another one of the marvel flops and i was like okay so i click on it and it was just talking about the like aggregate score on, on rotten tomatoes and how they're like at first all the reviews were great and now they're trickling in and it looks like it's gonna be the worst one of the three and i was like damn how bad is this and then it was 77 and i was like yeah all right. I mean, compared to like, you know, I don't know if that's bad. That's just people have opinions. It's, it seems like, I don't know. It, it's a little all over the place review wise. Uh, it's definitely the worst reviewed guardians film so far. Uh, if that means anything, sure. I think you kind of hit the nail on the head though. When you said that, uh, Marvel right now is it's, uh, and I think for kind of all of phase four, it's the easy thing to hate, right? Like it's it, people are, Got Marvel fatigue, so to speak. Uh, yeah, and like Bronze was saying, if you look at the reviews, some of the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes were like, this movie kicks ass. It's so good. And some of them were like, it's over bloated and it goes on too long. And some of them are like, animals get hurt, F this movie. And some of them are like, <laughs> oh, I didn't they're see all those. over the place. <laughs> yeah, so many animals get hurt, which now I'm like, damn, what happens in this movie? Yeah. But 
I, I, it all it seems I mean, to be all over the place but it's nitpicky story, too which i'm like probably see animals get hurt because that's like what rocket's whole deal is yeah um, I, right. I heard it was the reviews that i saw uh said it was very sad and like if if you are an animal lover that the movie is going to be pretty hard um uh, so that's that's one take i saw um which i'm very curious like how much they push that i I guess given Rocket's origin, right? Like we kind of know what happened to him. So that could be uh, kind of grim um, depending on how, how intense they go with those scenes. But in terms of just like tone and, and uh, feel of the movie and, and all that, a lot of people are saying that got, they, they went too far with the quips, which is, you know, that's kind of a Marvel thing and kind of a guardians thing. I think guardians probably is responsible for a lot of that. Um, there's like a before and after with guardians one within the, the Marvel, uh, cinematic universe and how they handle comedy. Um, and quips are kind of, you know, that's, that's what you expect from the guardians of the galaxy. You, you want the one liners, uh, and you want some of them to hit, not all of them usually do, but you want most of them to hit. Um, and so there's a lot of that. A lot of people saying it was a little bit long. A lot of people saying the typical, like it tries to do too much. Um, I did see one review, which I'm trying to find that said it was nice because they weren't trying to, and this hits on what Jesse has been saying the past two weeks, uh, since we kind of came back from our little break, it's the idea that, uh, they're not trying to push anything else into the universe. They're trying to just like wrap up the guardians and that's it. I mean, I, I, I like that concept. I don't know. That's true. If you include Adam Warlock, you know what I mean? It's very clear they're trying to add something. Yeah. A lot of people said he was maybe some of the worst parts of the film, too. <laughs> That's because I have to believe he's in it for like 12 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I am I'm convinced that a lot of the bloat that people are talking about is one of those from on high situations where they have uh, stuff they must mandate be put in so it can flow with other movies. And I, I, I firmly believe that's part of it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for it though. Still, I, you know, I, I love going to, to see these films, uh, one way or the other, I'll be seeing it. We'll be talking about it next week. Did you guys already buy your tickets? If not, you might, I feel like the tickets are hard to come by now. I'll get it. I'll get tickets. I'm not stressed. I got plenty of movie theaters around. The thing, the thing I'm curious about is uh, this is the third movie. I want to know, I'm, uh, I want to look this up, but it'd probably take up my entire night. What trilogy movie, the third movie is better than the previous two. And off the top Critically, of my head, Lord I can think Rings. of like, are you talking about Lord, yeah, I was gonna say, Lord of the Rings? Clearly return of the King is, is the best one. The best. I don't give a shit. It's amazing. Um, maybe Thor Ragnarok, but that's cause the other two were like, that was such a great. tone shift, but then yeah. it became a, quadrilogy whatever the hell that so now it's no longer a trilogy so it doesn't matter anymore but like i can't i don't know like it's hard to think of them i mean it it depends what you're saying are you saying critically or just like generally thought of i'm saying in general very rarely is very rarely is the third movie of a trilogy considered better than the two that came before it like I happen to like 
Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade more than Temple of Doom, I but I like Raiders of the Lost Ark more. I think that's a better movie. Uh, right? So Yeah, Raiders is probably the best one, yeah. So, and it's that kind of thing where it's like, so that means that, you know, and when you think about it, you're like, hmm, yeah, and it's it's hard to keep up momentum. So this movie having a 77 to me still, I'm still not, like, I'm not Ant-Man stressed. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right, this can still be super fun. <laughs> yeah. Instead of Ant-Man with like zany comedy, wacky antics, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. And th- I mean, th- the one thing I have seen in pretty much every review, including the negatives, is that uh, it's it's got that James Gunn heart, right? Like the the film does convey emotion, uh, whether you like it or not. It it is a, a emotional farewell to those characters, and there are things that happen in the film that uh, you know provoke a, a emotional response, which. I think is, is kind of what I expected from this. And, and if that happens, then that's, that's kind of all I'm looking mm-hmm. for, uh, in this, right? Like I'm, I'm not necessarily a, a huge fan of, uh, guardians of the galaxy in general. Um, not that I'm not a fan of them, but you know, uh, give me, give me a, an end to their story and an end to those characters. And I'm happy. Like I'm pretty, pretty easy to please there. Um, I just, I, the other thing is we kind of talked about this and I guess it's the answer is probably Captain Marvel, but like guardians introduced so much of like cosmic Marvel that if Captain Marvel is now the centerpiece for like any cosmic stuff at Marvel, I'm a little worried, right? (laughs) Cause like how you could, the guardians handled it so well where everything was just like, sure, that's that's a whatever so-and-so creature type deal. Uh, and it was so matter of fact and plain. Um, I hope I, I don't, I don't know if Captain Marvel can do that and have that same kind of almost irreverence for cosmic Marvel where everything is just, it exists rather than making a big deal about it. Um, I guess we'll just have to see what, with what happens with the future and, and where they go. Yeah. I don't know if you have a take on this bronze, but like, Absolutely. I'm convinced that the galactic version of the MCU is floundering. Uh, Eternals didn't sell it. Eternals, you're 100% right, yeah. Yeah, Captain Marvel didn't land. And all of those were clearly going to be, they were going to expand the galactic version of, of Marvel. And so far, every single attempt they've tried, except for Guardians, has been kind of like, <laughs> lame is like a mean word, but it's kind of lame. Yeah, I think they thought they were going to make more Guardians movies than what they were going to make because they reference a lot of stuff. Yeah. And then they never followed up on it. Like Mm. even uh, with um, Nova, like referencing like right Nova Corps, they they reference like a lot of stuff, but then they take forever to like actually follow up on it or have it be like a major plot point or introduce that character or introduce that, you know, backstory. Like it's, we're on our third movie and we're just now talking about rockets backstory. Um, and we never even addressed Drax's and it's little things like that, that I'm like, well, I feel like they thought they were going to make like eight of these based off of the success Mm. of the first one and that they were going to have time to delve into all this and now they're making three and I'll never get over the whole Drax thing. Cause I had to really sit with like why the Christmas special upset me. 
And then it dawned on me of why it did. The entire thing is about family, Mantis's family, Kevin Bacon buying gifts for his family, found family. Drax's family is dead and it's not even a throwaway line. It's not so much as even like reference. Like he doesn't even have a scene where he cries. Yeah. Like his family's fucking dead and he has to watch yeah. people give each other gifts on Christmas and there's it's not even fucking addressed, bro. They don't even talk about that shit. It's about Mantis, you know? And so it's one of those things where it's like, well, I feel like these characters, some of these characters at least could have had spinoffs or could have, but they didn't invest in them because they were like, we'll do it down the line. That's that's the feeling I get of like, we'll handle this down the line. We'll handle this down the line. And even them dropping like such a big piece of Mantis's backstory in a throwaway Christmas special is like kind of was strange to me. Because to me, it's like, well, how many people are going to watch it? Like, how, like, like, truly, how many people are, are seeking out and watching the Guardians Christmas special, which was clearly earmarked as optional viewing? Um, I did not go in thinking they were going to have major plot. I thought it was going to be like the Star Wars Christmas special, just a joke. Yeah. So it being like for them to drop like, oh, here's this really important thing about Mantis. In a Christmas special, it feels like they're now rushing to try to close these open circles. One of the tweets related to the movie I saw was actually James Gunn saying that uh, Dave Bautista is the best actor and like one of the most like just wonderful actors he's ever had the pleasure of working with and like they don't deserve him. It low-key made me mad because I was like, yeah, but look at how you treated the guy. He's like a one-note character in two-plus movies where he kind of just says like kind of one joke. Like, I hope, I hope y'all did it right in this one, but that's where it becomes like, how much can you possibly wrap up in the last part of it? So I think it's kind of like mass effect. Like you're going to have some fans walking away upset. I I don't anticipate that this movie is going to have everyone loving it because odds are just like mass effect. It's really hard to give each character, each plot line, the ending you need in one movie, which is why, you know, I liked ME3, but I can also put the ending aside from the rest of the game. Sorry, that's a whole different side topic. But for a lot of people... <laughs> I'm literally like, playing Andrew, through it right now. We're not talking so about it. Mass Effect. I'm telling you both no Mass Effect conversation. I'm playing no, through the, it the parallel right is there in that sure, you yeah, have yeah. Like a massive crew, right? Yeah. And a lot of branching storylines. And if there's always going to be that person that if their character doesn't get that beautiful arc. Like that movie to them is trash. And I kind of think that's valid though. Cause it's like, well, yeah, if the, the guardians was always an ensemble movie, you mm. know, so one person might watch for Groot, Another person might watch for rocket. And those are their favorite scenes. So when your character gets sidelined or shafted, it kind of destroys the whole movie going experience, you know? Sure. Yeah. And from what I've uh, seen in terms of discussion around the film, it focuses primarily on Rocket, right? Like it's a story about Rocket and and how he came to be. Um, so I don't I don't think Drax is going to get that much screen time. Maybe he does, but I haven't I haven't heard anything uh, to the contrary of that. It, it seems mostly focused on. Um, rocket and and how he came to be it was enough to get uh brad i i do know bradley cooper showed up uh at the red carpet he did show up yeah yeah which is uh like a rare occurrence and he also just showed up wearing like a sweater 
<laughs> like Man after my own heart. Everyone is like dressed up to the gills, and he's just like, yeah, I'm wearing it. It was a Louis Vuitton sweater. He's just wearing a sweater. He's just like hanging out, being Bradley. Pretty Cooper. sure everything that man owns is expensive. <laughs> so like that's yeah. that doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, he's not he's not showing up at a car hard or something. That's not. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. I would show up in a car heart. <laughs> Same in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Um, I would be like Jason Momoa and show up in a in like a just a what did he wear like a tank top or a frame or a wife beater? I don't know what the politically. Muscle shirt. For it is it's muscle shirt these days. That's what it's. It's muscle shirt. Muscle shirt. Yeah, because my uh, <laughs> just like a white muscle shirt. That's what my Cal Kestis wears. So I had that discussion like two days ago. Oh, uh, does wearing. your Cal Kestis have a uh, mullet? No, I I have not gone into the mullet world, but I am wearing uh, the handlebar mustache and the shaved head. Hell yeah, with that's the, uh, the, the mullet handlebar shirt. mustache. He's like, yeah. hey, everybody. Yeah. Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. Well, Jesse, You're wait. Like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> do you have a pistol yet, Jesse? Because it gets even funnier once you do. <laughs> I can't wait. Because <laughs> he's just walking oh, around. Oh, yeah. We got the outfit. He <laughs> just starts shooting. Oh, my people. God. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Dear old groom. Yeah, Anyways. Uh,. <laughs> We're seeing it all. Are you guys? I, I guess I'm seeing it Thursday. I don't know when the two of you have, have gotten tickets for it yet, or or when you plan to go watch it. But this weekend, yeah. It uh, we'll see. I'm I'm very curious. Uh, I I I don't know. I don't have very much expectations going in, and so I think I will be with. Usually, when that happens, I come away from the film being fine. Mm-hmm. I still think Groot looks fucking stupid, and all of the like buff the, Groot. Yeah, buff Groot, like teenage Groot. I think he looks idiotic but that's either you know i have to agree i saw a tweet from marvel about groot like through in every single movie appearance including like other movies uh-huh. does that make sense yeah, you know yeah. like avengers right and i was so upset that we were robbed of adult groot for so many movies he was like, so going cool back and seeing them side by side i was like that one was the best one he was look baby groot was fine baby groot was fine too Anything after Baby Groot sucked. <laughs> Adult Groot and Baby Groot. Everything That's else sucked. So good. And I didn't and it's they did it to me because they put them side by side and I saw like what we had. And I was like, we used to yeah. be a proper society. That's exactly right. We used to have that Groot. And now we have this. Yeah. Yeah. Um there was a, a tiny bit of news uh in terms of Guardians of the Galaxy news. Um Zoe Saldana was saying that uh, she hopes, and I guess given the you know multiverse and blah blah blah, uh, that she doesn't want Gamora to like she's done playing Gamora straight up. She's done, but she doesn't want that character to go away. Is what she said, quote unquote. Um, quote: uh, She's such an impactful character for fans, and especially female fans and young female fans. And so she's hoping that I guess it gets recast in the future, which. I guess they could do at some point down the line if they want to. I just don't know how, like, I don't know if that's where we're at yet in the MCU. If we're recasting like major characters, there's plenty of amazing women in Marvel. They can use that aren't Gamora. Gamora had a run and like, cool. We'll just use someone else. Like it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I I kind of agree. Bronze. Do you have a take on that at all? I'm kind of split because I saw the, this is very much in Jesse's wheelhouse. I saw the pictures of um, George Hamill 
Is that his name? Mark Hamill? Who did the young... No, no, no. He. I think his name is like George Hamilton. Okay. And he did the young mocap for uh, Mark Hamill. Okay. And if you look... Yeah, him up, yes, 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 yes. On so Star Wars, yeah. Much. Truly so much. I was like, why didn't he just do it? <laughs> I, was, I was so confused because he embodied the characters so well that i was sure i was like why even do the cgi at that point like why didn't they why'd they deep fake it like he could just and then they have them like next to each other they have all these pictures of them together and i was like you're telling me that's not just a younger version of 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 um of luke skywalker so that that threw me for a loop so bad now i'm like why not just have a younger person play that character player yeah he looked Truly, so like, so the, I'm like, I'm sure we could find somebody that could play that character pretty damn well, you know? Yeah, I, um, I mean. But I'm not interested in seeing a current timeline of her. I'm more interested in seeing like, but I've been there for a while where I was talking about that when we watched Agent Carter. Where I'm like, why can't we watch something in the past, you know, especially now that we know that, that Thanos is uh, an eternal or you know whatever they're called, um, Deviant, yeah, or whatever it's called, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, mm. I would love to see a version, a much younger version in the past that's maybe still a murderous, uh, you know, like almost like an antihero before Gamora becomes like more of a, of a goes on that trajectory of like kind of going against Thanos. I would be, I'd be interested in seeing something like that. Yeah, but I'm not interested in seeing more of this current time storyline because I feel like we've kind of ran it out. Right, I, I think terrified. we're getting the end of it, and and the third one with with her and Peter, right? Like that's probably going to get something will happen with that. But Jesse, what are you terrified of? I'm just terrified that we're going to do the same thing that Star Wars does. That it, like, thank God for Jedi Survivor. <laughs> Within the first two hours, you're shown new aliens, new planets. Like yeah. that's the kind of shit we need. And I'm terrified Marvel's going to do the same thing because it's all Disney. You know, the same thing that, that Star Wars does, which is, you know, stick to what's already in made. The grand scheme, it's somehow we're always going to the same place and see the same people. Like, you can only go to Tatooine we're so many times. We're going back to nowhere. And R2 can only show up so many times before you're like, there's so many droids and so many planets. Literally anything else, please. Yeah. And when they show up, and you get like a weird, cute frog man out of the blue or like a big blue lady. You're like, yes, thank yeah. you. And I think the same thing with Marvel is there's so much Marvel and so many characters and years and years and years and years of stories that they could just pull from. Yeah, it would blow my mind if they were like, we're trying to do a cosmic story. Let's always keep returning to characters, you know, right? right? Like we're not going to go anywhere for always constantly going back to like, that's what. You know, I'm still a little like, are we going to get the same damn X-Men? If we bring back the X-Men, are you going to, is yeah. it always going to be Wolverine and Cyclops six, yeah. and fucking Jean Grey? Is it always going to be that? Or can we, there's so many X-Men. In fact, so a many lot of the X-Men cool X-Men, now. right? And a lot of the cool X-Men, they brutalized in first class. Just putting that out there. Oh yeah, they did. And yeah, so, yeah. Well, even like, in the, uh, in the, the, in the like horror film, which I never watched. Has a ton of X-Men in it that they absolutely fucking destroyed. There's so many cool X-Men. And mm-hmm. I, I, they definitely need... Uh, yes. Uh, shout out to the people in my chat. I would love just to see a ju- live-action, real-ass Jubilee. No, no we don't need Jubilee. <laughs> we, I would love to see a... Ju- like, 
Unless she's Vampire Jubilee, then maybe. Characters that aren't normal, like Gambit would be fun, right? Like all these characters that have been around that are super cool, but also just like the weirder ones. There's so many cosmic Marvel things that I've never even heard of that exist. And ones that aren't jokes, you know what I mean? Like to be honest, they're played for jokes. To be honest, the Guardians were kind of that to begin with, right? Like the Guardians weren't popular. Uh, until the first movie, and then those characters just skyrocketed um, in mm-hmm. popularity. So it could it could be done, right? It could be it totally be done. Uh, it totally can be done. We have the framework for it. Watch it happen for Spider Verse when they start introducing all these new Spider Men. Watch it happen for all the Spider Men spinoffs from like the '90s that existed. People are gonna go find those and be like, "Who's this guy? What's this thing?" Yeah, it 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 exists. There's so many good things out there. That would I love to see more of, like, I would love to see young Nebula and Gamora do their thing. I'd love to see their characters interact. But do I prioritize that over, like, anything new, any world building that's, like, beyond where we've been? No. I would love to see just, again, the only thread, unless this movie changes that, the only galactic thread we have at the moment is a dude trying to save his girlfriend from a space god. Well, we have Captain Marvel as well. Do we? Yeah. <laughs> Captain Marvel and uh, they're in space. They're doing space stuff. And we got we got uh, Secret Wars coming. Uh, the, not Secret Wars, but uh, that's Earth based. That's Earth based. I guess Captain it is, Marvel it is, is kind of power based. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about right. building the cosmic like. Sure. World, the universe, they they aren't they haven't done that. They tried and they really gave it an effort, but like Yeah. That's it. I, part of me they also stopped. thinks uh in a lot of ways if they explore the cosmic in Marvel and this is a larger conversation, but isn't that just Star Wars? <laughs> oh, I think you're absolutely right. <laughs> like isn't yeah. that just the same fucking thing? <laughs> they like truthfully like they're kind of just smart the same money would thing. have been to like I don't man I don't know there's I understand why it's such a pain in the ass because they have to do galactic planetary and street level right make them all compelling and fun and now they're at that place where they're trying to figure it out because they clearly haven't nailed like there was a recipe that yeah I don't know they kind of like caught their own tail right it's one of those yeah. things where. We all sat there and we were so hyped for Endgame and 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 Infinity War and it was like wow that was great and now, now it's what? like <laughs> yeah and the ones that have been good the ones that have stood the, the like stood out from the other ones are the ones where it was kind of just like fan servicey which is again what Endgame like there's potential for a multiverse saga to be awesome but. We There's also, there as first. we've seen, yeah. potential for it all to just be garbage. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Well, we'll see. Uh, Gamora, by the way, uh, we're talking about Gamora a little bit more. In an interview with comicbook.com, James Gunn revealed that she almost got killed off in the second film. Uh, Who? Gamora? Yeah. So the full quote is, so things always change and you never know, but Gamora almost died in volume two. I knew from the beginning Zoe only wanted to play the character for so many years, and she's been very honest in saying that she's done after Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and so I was going to have her die. Um, 
Gunn thought that she was the one that was going to sacrifice herself uh, and quote, Quill was going to learn about himself as opposed to Yondu in the second movie. And I thought different of it. Mm. Uh, he was eventually talked out of it by Kevin Feige and Lou uh, D'Esposito. Um, and that mm. it didn't work that well. It didn't feel right. Felt much more right to go where we go in that movie. That seemed that uh, that was what the correct uh, was correct for the story. Um, and then he did admit, he goes on to admit that uh, he was afraid of killing Michael Rooker uh, because he was his friend. So <laughs> I don't, what I don't understand is then if Zoe wanted out, why they brought her back for Endgame? Well, no, she movie. wanted out after volume volume three. That was always the plan from the get go. I think because she was done after the third film. Ah, and so okay. Well, then wait. So what about killing her in the second movie? That was just what James wanted to do. But I'm saying, like, if she was like, I don't want to play this character long, and they did kill her, and it was a great dramatic scene. It's a great scene in Infinity War. Why bring her back? Like that seems well. Silly. That that might have been part of the reason, right? It might that also might be hindsight. Um, that like, yeah, of course that would suck to have this giant emotional moment in the second one where Gamora dies, and then three films later she's back, right? <laughs> like, I mean, like, like, it's like I get it. I understand the alternate reality. Like, that's fine. What I think, just like from an actor standpoint, why she would have been like, yeah, all right, I'll do it. Like, you had a good out. You got what you wanted. Like, I guess money works, but like, you know, well, if it, I, sh- from the sounds of it, she didn't really have that much of a say. Cause she was taught, uh, gun was talked out of it by, by Kevin and Lou. seems like, I'm sure she signed a contract that was like X number. Yeah. I mean, look, woman signed up to do all those avatars and they're like, Dude, she's geez. the highest earning female of all time. I believe it. I believe it. Or, or maybe not the highest earning female, but she's been in the two highest earning IP or so. she has got some crazy stats to her. In terms yeah. of earnings, she is like, she works wonder when they throw her in like s- different face paints and stuff. <laughs> she kills it. Yeah. Blue, green. It don't matter. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, I think that's it for the, uh, the guardian stuff. Oh, there's this. Uh Oh, if you guys are NASCAR fans, <laughs> they got a NASCAR because- car. <laughs> I gotta say there's something weird about all the promo stuff this time around yeah it like, makes me feel like they're not confident because i went to see a different movie at the movie theater and there was eight different videos about guardians and i'm not just talking trailers it was like oh like uh come featurettes. get your special bucket of popcorn with guardians of the galaxy well that's become and a big then, thing like, now uh Themed popcorn. It was like every single promotion before the trailers was just Guardians commercials. Yeah, for like random things like Guardians. I don't even remember what it all was because there was so much it like made my brain melt. They did uh, like every single vignette. They do have a lot to do with them, including them talking about like going to the movies is a special time. So make sure you turn off your phone. It was Chris Pratt. I was like, that was Chris what Pratt. is happening over there, y'all? What is happening over there? Like, That's y'all are funny. now recording the turn off your phone messages? Yeah. They did that I with, mean, uh, they did that with D&D. random video where he's, like, sitting there and, and or no, um, uh, uh, Karen Gillian. I think that's her name. Gillian? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Sitting there listening to music 
and he comes in, Chris Pratt comes in and he says, Hey, you should turn that yeah. up to volume three. Oh, yeah. And she's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Don't you mean turn it up to 10? And he's like, No, I mean volume three, like yeah. to the camera. <laughs> and this was after I two other that. Guardians commercials. So people in the theater were like laughing, but not with him, but like at him. It was like people were just like chuckling because there was like eight Guardians commercials. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like, There's a lot for sure. It feels almost overkill, but it's Guardians and Guardians 2 was like this. The difference is, and I can't help but notice it, all the promo stuff this time around. The only person who looks excited to be there is Groot. Everyone else is like very stoic. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're, like, they're the fun like, ones, right? Yeah, they've been the doing other it a one while. I saw them like do this for was Eternals, where like for Eternals, I remember they even had makeup palettes. Like they, like you went to the you yeah. went to Ulta or Sephora, and they had Eternals makeup. And I was just like, what? Like makeup? Who That's because is- someone sold them on the idea that Eternals was gonna be the movie that women would love. Yeah, and you know they're always doing new marketing stuff. That's that. That's, that's why it had the sex scene. Just- Honest yeah. to God, that's why it had a sex scene. Because they were like, "This is for the ladies." <laughs> Which I hated is that. Yeah. I did not want to see that girl have sex with that weirdo. I wanted to crawl out of my skin. He and that's the king of the north. That's the king of the north. No, you, that Bronze. man is the unsettling. The- He's an unsettling man. He gives. It doesn't end well for that energy. guy. It does not end well for him. It's fine. He hasn't had that good of a go. Part, yeah. You know what's hotter than the sex scene? Him flying into the sun because I did not want to be around him anymore. <laughs> but I'm nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. The. Uh, God, what what is the popcorn uh, container tie-in? Do you remember Bronze? Because they did one for uh, Ant Man as well. The ammo chest and Groot is sitting on the other end of it, and the Got chest it. opens. And yeah, they were selling those on eBay. Groot? Rocket. Oh, okay, it's Rocket. It's Rocket who's like standing on one end, and then it's like a chest that opens. Yeah, yeah, they did some stuff for uh, for Ant Man as well. I think uh, I think like theaters like that. Because it becomes sort of like a collector's item. So people actually, they're trying to get people back in theaters, right? That, that's the whole push there. Sure. That's why I mean, maybe that's stuff. part of it. Maybe yeah. the reason why there's such a blitz of advertisement is because it's like, maybe turn to theaters. Yeah. I thought people were, in. but. I think it's, it's I mean, been kind of slow. Yeah. I don't know. Mario made a billion dollars. So I feel like it's been <laughs> yeah, all but right. The, you know, a billion's not cool anymore, Jesse. It's all about. Right, trillion. right. It's billions. <laughs> That's right, right, right. What a yeah. fool I am. Yeah. Uh, rumor mill. We're back into the fantastic forecasting. Yo, I saw this stuff, dude. This one uh, comes from a leaker who uh, does have some credibility behind him. Uh, gonna be, this is going to be an interesting. This is going to get people are going to be like, bro, I'm kind of for it. And I didn't realize that I was. But it's also a little bit of like who's hot in Hollywood right now. And, and that's why, well, of course. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Daniel Richtman, um, who has a, a Patreon is, is a, uh, relatively well-known, uh, scooper leaker, whatever you want to call it for all this stuff is saying that, uh, Margot Robbie has been offered the role of Sue storm in the upcoming fantastic four film. She's obviously got the, uh, the big Barbie movie coming out this summer. um, and so she's going to be, you know, the the talk of Hollywood. But 
I'm all right with that. I think Margot Margot Robbie's a fantastic actress. She's been the talk of Hollywood for, for a very like, long time. Yeah, a, f- a few years now. Yeah, yeah. She was but in uh, Wolf of Wall Street, did. and then yeah, what else was she in? She's been in tons of shit. Bunch of Harley stuff. Quinn. She's been in tons. Oh of stuff. right, right. Yeah, once upon a time in Hollywood. Like, yeah, yeah. That like, being said, the- I'm kind of like a little bit over it. Like where I don't necessarily want Harley Quinn to play Sue Storm. Yeah, that would bother you if it's because I think even even with um, what's her face, she can play any race. Uh, wow, completely what? forgot her name. <laughs> the uh, the Mystique. redhead. Are we talking Mystique? Yes. <laughs> no. Yes, Jesse. Oh, yes. What's her name? I I have it, no idea what one? we're talking about. Are you talking Emma Stone or are you talking redhead? No, Scarlett Johansson, but it became no, 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 Scarlett Johansson. Jennifer Remember there Lawrence? was like a meme where people were like, she can play any race because she was playing like everything sure, sure, sure. at one point. I I don't know. Yeah. I just know her from that meme of like being able to play any race. Um, but uh, Scarlett Johansson, even there was like a time period where I was like, oh, it's like getting to be too much, and like Chris Pratt hit that as well. Yeah, just sure. like. Bro, like you're like in everything. Like I just can't even look at your fucking face right now. Yeah, it's starting to get that way for me with Margot Robbie, where it's like I can see her in some roles in the MCU. To me, I don't know about Sue Storm. I don't think that that's she doesn't give me Sue Storm energy. Um, and I think it's I think it's not just visually like a Photoshop or a look. I think there has to be like a cadence or more to it than that. Yeah. Yeah, she does kind of play like uh, at least from the uh, films that I've seen her in so far. They are definitely like uh, not outlandish. I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, Um, but and not overacted, but embellished. They're very much embellished characters. And Sue Storm, I don't think is that type of character. She's much more like understated. In a lot of ways, and also just like kind of grounded, like she's just a normal. From everything that I know about I her, she's like just like a normal Emily person. Blunt could have done it. Yes, I, same I personality. Seen Emily wise. Blunt as a blonde, yeah, but I feel like personality wise, I definitely think she could have done it. Yeah, I, th- I think that comes down to does Emily Blunt want, you know, a five a ten year run as a popular character? Yeah, Probably I don't. Um, I, I mean, it's not. It's not a bad call. She can act. Like, there's no doubt about that. She can act. It's just like... Stop this up. Whoops. <laughs> Bronze is absolutely right that there's a, um, like, a peak thing that happens where Hollywood gets its teeth into an actor and immediately is like, let's use the shit out of them. And they put them in everything because they're hot. Yeah. They're like, they'll bring tickets and we're good. And the thing is, it's the same thing with, you know... uh in our space gaming, right? When a voice actor's hot, they're in everything. Yeah. And it becomes, and, and at first it's like, this is awesome. And after a while you're like, if I, like, I love Jennifer Hale, but there was a time where she was every main character in every video game. Sure. It was like, and it's not her fault. Girl that, got a paycheck. That's uh, it's the fault of the casting people who were like, make the character like commander Shepard. And you're like, 
Same with like Steve Bloom. Steve Bloom. And yeah. now it's Matt Mercer. Yep. And it's like literally it's just and it's not their fault. It's the fact that casting, Hollywood, video games, wherever, sometimes is lazy as shit. <laughs> and that's <laughs> it happens. Yeah. And so rather than be like, let's find a new star or let's find someone that could fit Sue Storm, let's go with someone we know will bring tickets. Right. They do that constantly. Yeah. Yeah. There was uh we, we were talking about last week. Uh, the three or four big names around it. Apparently, uh, Mila Kunis was just straight up asked, uh, like on a red carpet or somewhere, and she was just like, "No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not playing Sue Storm." She did do like one of those like, "But I know who is." Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like, "I do know who is, who is." Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that means they were already offered. A lot of people thought that that was referring to Adam Driver um, as Reed Richards. The other, um, who there was, uh, I'm trying to find his name. Paul Mescal. Would, Do you guys know who that is? He's apparently who? the Daniel Rickman is the same person that, uh, that, that said Margot Robbie's going to play, but Paul oh. Mescal is supposed to play. Is he, is he human torch? Uh, Johnny? Yeah. He's supposed to play yeah. Johnny. Um, interesting. He was in after sun and normal, uh, people, which I did not yeah, know. Yeah. He's also, I mean, he, he's, he's also gonna- an Oscar nominee. Which I didn't know. Yeah, he's a good actor as well. I honestly, like, here's the thing. Those three names you dropped are all good actors. They could do this. I have no problem with that. Do they have any chemistry? No clue. I have I could not tell you whether on screen Adam Driver is like gonna like that's I, a loving couple that's been that's gone through some shit. Like, I don't know. But yeah. the man can act, so I might believe it. I don't know. I mean, he was pretty good in that. Uh, the last thing I saw Adam Driver in was um, obviously most people would go to Star Wars, but he was in that movie with ScarJo, where they were like a divorced uh, couple. Marriage Story is great. Yeah, yeah. Marriage Story. That's and, a he, fantastic and he film. is, even though it gets memed on a lot when they're like fighting. It. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, I just know the memes and the one of Scarlett Johansson that people post every yeah. time they're tired. Oh, they're funny. They're and funny. It's like me just trying to live my happy life, and it's ScarJo like. <laughs> With like tears going down her face. Yeah. The only thing you need to know. That one's in my phone. It's good. It's good for sure. The only thing you need to know about Adam Driver is Adam Driver, without a doubt, is the only person, I'm going to say, in the last 10 years to go on Saturday Night Live and actually work. Oh, yeah. That dude. dude, His hour long bit on Saturday Night Live, I don't think that man cue card looked the end. He was there to work. And I love that about it. It was hilarious and he was in it. And it was some of the funniest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. I fundamentally believe he's a great actor and he could do this. I agree. Do I think he'd be Reed Richards? I'd want to see him as like, even though it's playing to type, I think he'd be a dope doom, right? Like, I don't know. He could be all sorts of things. Who knows? Like, again, I did like Adam him Driver. as that oil rigger. Yeah, the oil bear. In, that, in, in, in SNL. SNL. The that was oil the funniest baron. one. That dude was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> he was, that was funny. That shit. one. And the one where he's uh, at the the medieval times, yeah, and and he's like he went to like acting school. And it's hilarious. It's great. Everything he did on that episode was was very very good. Honestly, I think sure it could, the potential's there. That could be fun. But we've never seen Adam Driver and Margot Robbie be like that's. I love you, dear fellow mutant lady. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that is a big deal. We'll you're, you're not wrong. Like they have to have chemistry. And I think, you know, you can create chemistry between actors given time and whatnot, but 
The Marvel, first Fantastic Four films did not do like sure. they were like brother and sister. Well, I mean that's a different era completely of, of sure. Marvel and whatnot. But you're you're totally right, right? Like there there are a thousand films. There's endless amounts of films where chemistry was not created. Uh, we watched yeah. one last week <laughs> between some characters. So. And if it's not there, it's so noticeable. And when the core of your movie is four people and two of them are like, you know. Reed and Sue are are the backbone of that structure because Johnny's like I'm wacky, yeah, and you know thing is just like smash, 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 you know, and they have to be. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We will indeed see. I don't know how that's gonna work, but uh, they gotta hurry the fuck up because that writer strike is right around the corner. Yo, that is. It may happen tomorrow, dude. It might start tomorrow. It. Yeah. Uh, yep. There's uh, the the talk of Hollywood uh, right now by the WGA strike. Um, films, obviously. Yeah, films at uh, at Marvel that could be hit by that: Thunderbolts, Blade, Deadpool three, Fantastic Four. Of course, uh, the two Avengers film, King Dynasty, and Secret Wars. The last one I think lasted a uh, hundred days, and it killed some very strong shows. It killed um, so many shows yeah. in, in the late 2000, or like late a massive 2000s. amount of things. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, for me, the, the most impacted one uh, that I was a fan of at the time was uh, Friday night lights and season mm-hmm. two that it was just absolute dog shit. And season three started by them basically saying like, yeah, that didn't really happen. Like it kind of happened, <laughs> but we're just going to forget all of that. Heroes was another big one. That's right. For me, yeah. Heroes and Avatar the Last Airbender. Oh, it was supposed yeah. to be much longer. Yeah. And that's why it's they. It's the last season just like shows up. Like they're like, we're going to solve the problem. And it's like, whoa, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Of course, yeah. I, I should I should state uh, the consumer in me is obviously, you know, I, I want these shows to exist, but also I hope the writers get, you know, what they're striking for. Uh, it, it is a, uh, a just cause. Definitely go look into it. Thank if you, you haven't, uh, thanks bud. Yeah. Boop. If you haven't, uh, delved into member, why, you. why yeah. you guys are striking, uh, it's honestly, it's fucked. It's b- like, it's big dude. It is. There is it isn't just like, it's not know, just films. work on this or this or this. It is. It is like, yes. you can't help a friend write a thing. <laughs> like it is, it is wild. Yeah. So this is, this is big. Yeah. Uh, and it's not just films. I'm on the games writing side, but um, I don't think any of our stuff is like, like I've never I've been offered to be in SAG after, but never in WGA. Oh, okay. Well, WGA yeah. covers a lot so, of stuff. Um, film, TV, alls it. Uh, not and not just like uh, produced TV, but like uh, any late shows that you watch, any morning, any shows really that are live reality TV, TV too. Yeah, reality all have writers TV, as well. All that stuff is is impacted by this, and um, it's not just like script stuff. It's literally like if bronze, yeah. you had a script, and you were like, "Hey, can you look at this?" I'd be like, "No, nah, I can't." Yeah, <laughs> like it's that kind of like it's yeah. it's huge. It's definitely going to put deal. the brakes on Hollywood for a while if it goes through. It is true. Yeah, uh, and it's supposed to potentially uh, begin tomorrow if a failure to reach the deal uh, occurs tonight, uh, Monday, May first. So. It'll be a big deal. I guess I can't. I can't send Jesse any of my scripts. You know, we. I gotta. Oh, you don't want that anyway. I'm not good. I'm not a script writer. <laughs> I wow. had eight. 
video games to sell you, Jesse. <laughs> and you're telling me we're not making any of them now? None of them. I got to look. I got to get on that producer's guild. I don't even know how to get it. That's the one where, like, they go, I'm sure a producer's guild's like, tour? come to our orgies. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, I got to get on that. That's where, like, Jesus. the big, like, the rich people are. Oh, yeah. Okay. I want to know what that is. I want to have a PGA after my name. Got to do it. Me up. Got to do Call it. me. Uh, last bit of news here. Lego's back at it again. They have revealed the X-Men 97's Wolverine look via their toy line uh, of the upcoming model based on X-Men 97. Uh, Do you have it? Yeah, they've got a high-quality look at Wolverine from the upcoming uh, animated show. It looks like this. This is the Lego. Keep in mind. (laughs) All right. So first off, I like the one that isn't the actual Lego figure. (laughs) Yeah. That Lego figure looks jank as hell. But the actual like logo is the dude looks cool. Yeah. I like that. That thing <laughs> I do not like at all. Here's uh let me uh, we got a, a side by side shot. This one right here. The left is the old school version, the right is the new version. So pretty comparable. Just looks <laughs> rezzed up. Stop stop. My chat's so stupid. They said, and now I can't unsee it. Two Batmans kissing. <laughs> I can't see yeah. it now. Well, that's oh, always been the case, stop. hasn't it? That's always been the case with Wolverine. I think so. Yeah, yeah, but I never once noticed it, and now that's all I can think of. Yeah, oh, always has I been. hate it. It's always two Batmans. Oh, just I hate it. Out. Yeah, works out. But he looks like the he looks like the old one, and I'm fine with that. Like they said, we're gonna do 97, and they didn't change it up all that much. I'm fine with it. It's cool. Yeah. Should be fine. You still got the blue claw. I mean, like that's fine by me. I, yeah. That you were talking about how, um, you hope that they don't stick to like the X-Men that we know. I think a lot of that mm-hmm. depends on how well this show does in terms of who we get and like the proper MCU down the line. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. They've already said that, the uh, show. Wolverine rogue gambit, uh, and quite a few others are uh are going to be in that show so i mean if it's 97 they'll they'll still have all the characters that made it through the end of that series so yeah should be I, fine i can't believe how long that uh that's it's like what five seasons on disney plus four seasons there's there's a lot of episodes of it but but it's like it's quick right there's still 20 minute yeah, little like baby size it's episodes. Like anime. yeah it goes by pretty yeah. quick so that's wolverine i think he looks fine just a rest up version of the other one. Uh, that's pretty much it in the world of Marvel. He looks fine, but that figure looks like shit. <laughs> you don't the want figure. the Feel bad for any little kid. That no, gets man. <laughs> that figure. Horrible. That's like figure. skin and bones Wolverine. He does not like that. Is, yeah. He looks emaciated. It's terrible. Yeah. Floating pelvis with these weird <laughs> bony limbs hanging off it. And then his like flat face is even worse. It's not <laughs> it just cute. doesn't look right. It's bad. Uh, I do have the data revealing the top 10 uh, most popular superhero movies so far of the year. Of the year? Of 2023, yeah. Which is kind of weird. It's May! <clears throat> How many superhero movies came top uh, 10? Parrot Analytics mapped out the 10, quote, most demand in, sorry, most in-demand superhero movies between January gotcha. 1st and April 23rd. 
Okay. So this in is demand, just in general, not released this year. It says in demand refers to the conglomeration of excitement, engagement, and popularity. It is measured with sources such as search engine, wikis, fan and critic rating sites, blogs and microblogging sites, social media platforms, and open streaming platforms, among others. Okay. So like Buzz. Yeah, you can kind of like normalize all that to Buzz. Sure. Uh, number 10, Shazam. Number nine, Joker. <laughs> number eight, Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> You, wait, time out. Did you hear about the news this week with which, that shit? Which news? What, what do we? Oh, there was a yes. Snyder con. Yes. There was a Zack Snyder con. What? And yeah, yeah. And he had like a panel. Wait, I think we're thinking and on that panel, types of news. He he basically said that he his plan for the DC universe. Okay. Was that all everyone. Like Zeus, for instance. Yeah. They were going to try to explain gods scientifically. So Zeus would have been from Krypton. Hence, Wonder Woman would have been a Kryptonian, which is why she had magic powers. And that's why everyone in the world who has powers is Kryptonian, even if they aren't aware of it. I saw. And some so, stuff like, about Ares would have been a Kryptonian, like that kind of stuff. And. Yes, exactly. exactly. I'm sure everyone right now is like, what? That's so. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, you Not know. Great. Not great. We might have been saved <laughs> from yeah. a truly messed up future. Yeah. Uh, Bronze, what were you going to bring up regarding the DC stuff? Um, I think. My, okay. So mine wasn't related. <clears throat> who directed the scene? But there is. It's, it's heavy spoiler territory. I've been dodging spoilers like crazy on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. But there is for Flash? scene. No, no. For the new Guardians movie. Oh, there is a oh. fight scene that people are claiming is a lot like a fight scene uh, from a DC movie. And they did a side by side of them. And so there was some talk of huh. like, uh, so yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, it was interesting. A, it was super, I'll look, I'll look a, out for uh, it then. Yeah, it was a Superman fight scene, and people were comparing it to a different fight scene from the new Guardians movie, and there was like clips floating around, but it's heavy spoiler territory. So. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye out for it and, and talk about it next week. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyways, back to the list. Number eight was Justice League. Seven is Deadpool. Six is Avengers Endgame. Still big after all these years. Uh, five is Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Four is the Batman. Three was Ant-Man uh, and the Wasp in Quantumania, which makes sense. Uh, two was Spider-Man No Way Home. Still big film. Uh, and number one was Black Panther Wakanda Forever. That makes a lot of sense. That's probably been the biggest uh, film of the year, I would say. Um, when I would say out of all those, the one I still think about the most is the Batman. I still think about that movie. I like that movie. It's great. I love that movie. Yeah, I I absolutely yeah. adore that movie. I'm I'm excited to see the next one. I'm excited to watch the uh, the HBO show, uh, or sorry, the Max show with uh, with the penguin. Ooh, barf 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 <laughs> Max should be good. Uh, one last thing. Speaking of DC, then we can wrap and watch uh, Thor. Did you guys see that Flash trailer? Holy that thing! It's uh, great. 
people saw that movie every single and said it was great yeah every single time someone has said that it's actually a really good movie i've been like all right okay but every single time i see a new trailer i'm like is this gonna be amazing is this gonna be like great? i don't know dude i i don't know how i should feel because also ezra's a piece of shit yeah he oh, like, 100%. he's just getting away with being a piece of shit and it's wild to me but at the yeah. same time everyone's like dude this movie's amazing and i'm like is this movie amazing i, I don't i don't know yeah that trailer was bad, fucking badass and you could definitely see uh i forgot who it was maybe it was like stephen colbert uh was, was trending because he was like man that new batman film looks really good it's called the flash and like that's kind of how i'm going that's about true. it <laughs> yeah that's true i don't want to call it the flash i want to see it because because of keaton asking us you know if we want to get nuts because that's a great line from a film that they a lot of people these days didn't even know existed because they're too young uh, but I mean, yeah they are just straight dropping it's it's the exact same vibe as i'm something of a scientist myself you know like it's the exact same vibe and i'm honestly here for it i'm about it it's, the it's old good fan nostalgia service, ass in me is like yeah Ooh-wee! it's good fan service i'm i'm into it yeah so yeah, but everyone they saw that at uh, CinemaCon, and uh, I mean, there's there are people straight up saying last week when that happened, I think it was on Tuesday, that it's you know quote unquote the best superhero movie ever. That type of shit was coming out of the theater. So I don't know. We'll have to see when it comes What's out. What's messed in two up months. is I still don't like. Bless James Gunn. I still don't understand what the hell. It's like Flash. We're gonna do time travel and Flash pointy shit. It's gonna be great. And then there's two other movies. <laughs> I still don't understand. Like, it's nonsense to me. No, no, there's only like, one, get right? Ready. Is Aquaman the only one after the Flash? Aquaman and Blue Beetle, dude. Oh, but Blue Beetle, I thought, was a part of the new thing. That, nope. The trailer for Blue Beetle was fine. That, that was the trailer's fine. fine. It's just canonically insane that they're like, yeah. we need those two movies. They're yeah. very important. I think I it's know. kind of cool though because I think it allows them to do some crazy shit because they know it's all reset. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like no, it allows really, them yeah. to do something like truly Dude, unhinged that, because and that's what they're doing. They're going to flashpoint it. Yeah. That's why I'm excited about the DCU for that exact reason, Bronze. Because they can just Their say. continuity is so much fun. Yeah. None of this got, shit like, exists. The Joker verse. <laughs> Yeah. And the new and the Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn is like a new it's like a completely separate thing. Yep. And then you've got the Batman which is a completely I like I like Aren't those it. don't they I refer don't think they would all work together. Don't they don't they refer to those as like the else elsewhere verse or whatever? And that I think that's what he yeah, said. Yeah, they have like a special name for it. Yeah. 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 So But it's like oh yeah, this <clears throat> else version of Lady Gaga and and the Joker, it's like its own separate thing, and it's kind of cool. I, I, like, I just it. don't like, understand. They suck. You, we don't have to deal with that in that the next the Batman movie. Totally. Absolutely. Maybe Lady Gaga is going to kill it. She she might. I'm she's, not saying she isn't. She's pretty good. But I absolutely think actress. she will. Yeah. But I, you know, I, it's also a very different direction. But the cool thing is they have this golden parachute where it's like, well, you know, if it doesn't work doesn't matter because they are not obligated to use it in the Batman. They're not obligated to use it in Flashpoint. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of just do whatever you want. I agree. It just doesn't make sense on like a standpoint of we're going to do a big Flash movie, which seems to be like the obvious reset point of just like, F it. We can do whatever we want. 
there's multiple realities. Everything's fine. And then it's just like, and now back under the water with a guy who will never, ever be this character again. Also, Blue Beetle, who will not be in the next stuff. <laughs> it's yeah. like, wait, what? I think unless uh, Blue Beetle does so well that they have to include him. Maybe. Yeah. Didn't didn't they all when there rumors That's that my uh, theory is that like Momoa is gonna come back. Well everyone that, that is saying he's theory. coming back as a different character. Yeah. Yeah. The theory was that yeah. our rumor, not theory, was that Momoa is gonna come back as uh, Lobo. Lobo I'm here for it. Which I think would be a good Lobo. Makes sense. Like he <laughs> yeah. he has the look like literally perfect. He, no, he just, does. Just paint his skin super, super like pale white. And you're I good would to give go. him the love that. Yeah, corpse paint. Yeah. yeah. And he's a badass character. Put him in put him in the Superman world, right? If they could just like pound out some Lobo solo movies, I'd be fi- I'd be fine with that. Yeah. I'd be so happy. There's uh, so many yeah. stories to tell, and they don't have to be like I'm a, they don't have to I, like sugarcoat it. They can R rate the hell out of those, and dude. I would show up and be like, let's go. That, that's the other thing yeah. why I'm excited is because DC doesn't mind going R. And if they do like Green Lantern detective shit with R, like that fucking be fire. That'd be incredible. Yeah. They do some like real fucked up shit. That'd be great. Unfortunately, it, it we do have the statistics to show that those movies, and I know people don't want to hear it because I like R rated movies too. Those movies just don't do as well. They make less, yeah. So yeah. that's why Deadpool yeah, is such a big deal. Much money. Because it made a lot yeah. of money yeah. still. But Deadpool, they gave them the creative rare. control to tell the stories they wanted to tell, which is why, even though my father hates superhero movies, I've told the story before, <laughs> say it again, watching X-Men, that dude got up halfway through, like he was fine until they had superhero <laughs> names. He was like, nah, I'm out. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's watched both Deadpool movies more times than I can count. That man loves those movies. He thinks yeah. they're hilarious and so much fun. Like, if you let creatives create, sometimes you might get a good product. Yeah. You know. Shocking. But yeah, that R rating can be a like a little bit of a killer. And people are even saying it's a big part of why the Super Mario the is it Super Mario Brothers? Or is it just Mario? I don't know. I'm watched. Uh, that is why that movie's doing so well. Super Mario movie. Is like it's yeah, if you if you're gonna go to the movies with your family as an outing type of situation, you're buying four tickets instead of two or one. That's the movie right now that everybody's going to go see. And if it's between that and any other movie, it's going to be that one. And that's, that's why Marvel can sell so many tickets. Cause even though actually we might sit here and talk about things we didn't like about the Thor movie. So the, the people are going to go on Christmas with their entire family of 14 and go see it. And probably not. It's just something to do, you know? If they're smart, they'll give Lobo the Peacemaker treatment. Give him a TV show and take Mm -hmm. If it's on HBO, let him go nuts. Let him go nuts, yeah. It's HBO. Just let him get crazy with Uh, it. I would love that. It's Max, okay? It's Max now. It's Max. I mean, look how culturally relevant It's the home of HBO. And that blew my mind, by the way, when that shit happened. Because (laughs) I... Having read the comic books, I was like, this is going to be niche. It's like euphoria, but for comic book nerds, like this is niche. We'll see how it does. I am so happy with how, like when I see the Homelander memes all over my timeline in places I wouldn't expect to see it, I am I love that shit because I'm like, I just, I love that this, this show is doing so well. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. it's possible 
to do it. But I think you do have to be uncompromising and just like whoever, uh, whoever allowed them to make that show on Amazon. I feel like they went off leash a little bit because the stuff they do in that show, I'm like, yeah, motherfuckers drinking. You hear them talk about next season? Yeah, he was. uh, They're like, it's going to be even weirder and crazier. And I'm going to do fucking Homelander's like, I'm going to do shit I've never done before. And it's going to be the. And I'm already like. What do you mean? You've oh, already done crazy stuff. The the whatever the character was. Heels and shit, man. It's <laughs> whoever the actor was today said that he filmed the most uh like the wildest thing he's ever done before or something like that. The afterwards. They have some truly unhinged stuff in that show and but well, I that's how the like comic they just is. Let them off the leash. Yeah. But the, the comic yeah, is and actually that's, worse. Oh, it is. The 100%. Comic is worse. And that's yeah. yeah. That's 100%. the brilliance of it in that they let them off the leash. Same with Peacemaker is they let them off the leash. But more importantly, the actors 100% buy in. So, like, yeah. John Cena is the first episode dancing in his underwear. Yeah. Like, do, like, the buy-in is complete. And if you can, I absolutely know that if Momoa was playing Lobo, he'd buy in 100% too. Oh, 100%. And I know that yeah. if you let the creatives do what they want, that movie or TV show or whatever would be so fire. Because he would be thrilled to be that guy. Because honestly, it's kind of what The Rock wanted to be in DC. The anti-hero, yeah. like... They let cool him dude. buy in. Momoa and, just and does it better. Work. Yeah, it didn't work. But yeah, Momoa has the vibe. Like, The Rock has always been, like, the goody two-shoe guys. Even in wrestling, when he tried to be, like, evil Rock. Nah, he was always, like, the people's champion. Yeah. Momoa has that vibe of a dude who you're just like, yo, I... I love this dude, but also I'm a little worried this guy's gonna kick my ass. <laughs> like he's yeah. he's cool. Well, I, I think he would be very good. Has energy that he doesn't abide by, like everybody else's rules. Mm-hmm. You know, I aspire to that level of Did energy. Y'all? In in general, when I see him conduct himself in public, I'm like, he does not. He lives in his own world. He is not living. Has Zeke ever world. told you the story of of Jason Momoa when he was uh, on the Twitch stream with him? You guys ever heard that? No. They did a sponsored no. stream for uh, For Honor. Strippin was there as well. Uh, and Jason Momoa was there in studio with them. And uh, Jason, uh, Mr. Momoa, I don't know what the fuck you want to call him. He showed up in. <laughs> Mr. Momoa. Mr. Please, Momoa, that's my yeah. He showed up on uh, Zeke's channel. It was like in frame with Zeke uh, on his camera. And he was drinking a beer. And Zeke looked at him and he goes, what the fuck? Where'd you get the beer from? He goes, oh, the, it was, it's in my writer. Like, I, it's part of, if it has to be beer in my green room. And he goes, what the fuck? Can I get one? He's like, I don't, uh, no, he asked his PA, like the the studio PA uh, that they were recording it. And they're like, no, you can't have a beer. He's special. He can have a beer. You can't. And so Jason heard all that and he had his assistant go get Zeke a beer from his green room. <laughs> and well, you know, it changes the vibe on set instantly. Yeah. Yeah, it was a Guinness. That's what it was. Yeah, it's it's pretty badass. That's all. That's all on Twitch somewhere. There's a there's a highlight of that, so you can go watch it. And like stripping and him hung out. It, it was he's a cool guy. He's he's got that he's got that Lobo vibe to him. So that that's also why I'm excited for the DC stuff because Disney would never do any of that, right? Like Disney is Disney is Disney, and they they know who they serve, and and they're gonna make the PG thirteen films. They have to and put it in it. a theme park for children. Yeah, they can't yeah. get crazy with it. Yeah. The F-bomb was a big deal, uh, right, in Guardians 3. Uh, and that apparently came from a random, like, outtake. And it, it, 
Faggy's saying like, oh yeah, James Gunn snuck that by me or some shit is uh, the line on that. So I don't know. I think they're okay. just, I think they're just testing the waters for Deadpool to see how hard they can go with Deadpool. But I, to me, it's like, and this has been my concern with Blade is I'm just like, if PG-13 Blade motherfucker, why are we here? Well, they'll you make know? a joke like, out of that, right? Everyone else is concerned about the violence. And I'm like, I'm not concerned about the violence. I'm concerned about a blade that can't say motherfucker. I think it'd be fun. Is does the joke work though, Bronze? If every time Blade goes motherfucker, then it cuts scenes. Every like for two hours, is that funny? Maybe like one joke, (laughs) sure. Yeah, but the entire time, I'd be like, you know what? It would be. It would be one of those things where it's funny, not funny, and then by the end, you're like, it's funny again. Like I automatically, you would. Yeah, I would see that. I'd see that. It's Blade has to be <clears throat> violent and bloody and swear filled, but super cool. And you just want to be like, damn, I want to be Blade. Like, I want to chop Deacon Frost in half. Like, you want that. Like, I want that vibe. I want to fight a tornado <laughs> god. Oh, man. I think you guys are, t- and, and I shouldn't say you guys. I think we are tainted by the Blade films that we grew up with. Cause like there's only one good blade film. Let's not, let's not say otherwise. Uh, ah, I, third, I, I, Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel are, uh, I think it's just like knowing the source material is as ridiculous as it is. If you don't embrace the camp in like a major way, it just, it's stupid from it the film or the morbious. comics, like you, the comics, like, oh, okay. and, and in general, like the, and I think like, Wesley Snipes had an appearance on what we do in the shadows yeah. and I loved it because it's just like all the actors who play <laughs> so vampires are just there so as funny yeah. Vampires. Yeah. and he's like on a zoom he's like I don't know how this works like is it I think I'm on a you're, you're on a delay Wesley look at him just sitting in the sun taunting us and he's like <laughs> sitting there with like a hat and sunglasses like with the sun coming in in his window and just like and to me i'm like if you gotta really truly like embody like the kind of ridiculousness of it otherwise it's mm-hmm. just kind of silly yeah and even with eternals i i think they tried to make poetry and i'm just like you're eternals like <laughs> you know uh, I, mean? I think that's and yeah and gilgamesh like i think yeah you can't have a serious plot but i think you also need to have a little bit of that yeah. I felt like factor. I felt like Marvel was trying to Oscar bait with Chloe Zhao uh, at the helm for that. To be honest, I, I felt like they were trying yeah. to shoot for the moon. Oh, that was definitely their prestige yeah. piece. Absolutely, yeah. they were trying to shoot for the moon with that. And, and, and yeah, I think they but realized like, like, like fuck, Kamel we can't do that. Embrace the camp, and I think that's why he was Kamel's the most Marvel part of that really film. Worked, yes, because I think he came into it and he's like. Oh yeah, my dad was an actor, my grandfather was an actor, and he's just like the entire the way he delivers those lines, if you delivered them like even kind of seriously or tried to act instead of just like trying to like play into the comedy, it would just be ridiculous. The entire concept is ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Sure. I mean the problem with the Eternals is it's like if you imagine Guardians of the Galaxy, the entire cast, but only Drax plays for comedy. And everyone else is super serious. That's what Eternals is. It's yeah. all these very serious characters. Then one guy who's like, I'm the goofy one. 
And that like that does not make a movie. That's true. Right? Like everyone's always serious. Nah. That's true. Well, we watched Eternals last week. You can go uh, catch the VOD for that. This week, we're watching Thor The Dark World. I'm excited. how Jane got her goo back. Okay, let's do some shout-outs. We're going to find out if Thor... They pump Jane full of goo in this one. They do pump. I mean, she gets a lot of goo. Jane gets full of goo. Red goo. She gets gooed up. Dude the fuck and up. then they have villains that are barely in the movie in an insulting way. Like, how dare you introduce elves and then they be like... But Loki's in the film. Loki's pretty Loki's good the best the, part. He's pretty good in the film. Yeah. 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 Uh, currently, in our MCU crew worst watch-along, Incredible Hulk is the worst movie so far <laughs> in the oh, MCU. Uh, Eternals is the second worst film. Tonight, we find out if according oh, to our wrong. rankers, Eternals is currently the number one film in our MCU. It, it's the number one film Don't in our MCU that. rankings. That's Don't another way. It's that. true. Yeah. It's what Glass, it is. Don't say the glass that. is half no, full. No, it's the second half, worst. It's the second worst. Uh, Correct. You go to mcucrew.com slash rankings. If you want to see where our rankings are, you can also submit your own and uh, they'll get aggregated in our community list. 29 is Thor the Dark World. We're watching it tonight. We're going to do some shout-outs if you're watching live on Twitch. If you're watching on YouTube, you can find that uh, VOD, I think, on all of our channels uh, for the watch-along. Uh, we'll have a timer on screen. You can just sync up. <laughs> Should be a doozy. Uh, we won't be doing another film next week because Guardians 3 will be out. We'll be reviewing that. Uh, so no watch-along. We'll put tonight. it on the list, though. Yeah. Uh, after the... Uh, we will put it on the list. After that, though... I think we're back to the watch along and we will be going to the first Thor, which sits at 28. So we're going. I in, love that Thor one and two are just back to back. Like yeah. let down should be fun. Should be fun. Uh, <laughs> let's not delay it any further. Let's do some shout outs and get out of here in terms of the VOD. And then we could start uh, Thor, the dark world bronze. What do you got going on? Where can mm-hmm. people check you out? Mm. Hi. Hello. I'm that bronze girl. I'm very excited to watch Thor. And to watch goo fillery. Um, (laughs) You can find me here on my channel, on YouTube, on Twitter, on TikTok, on Instagram, on Patreon, even at that bronze girl. Um, I do a show called Bagged and Boarded where I talk about comic books and other movies outside of the MCU. And um, uh, this week I'm playing Resident Evil 4 Remake since I'm finally getting around to playing it. I was at PAX East when it came out. And so now I'm finally playing through it. Love it so far. Um, so yeah, check me out and uh, support me on all the things. If, if if this my behavior here hasn't turned you off from me. <laughs> That's a great, you know, we really should... <laughs> Jesse, do some shout outs. Oh. Hi, I'm Jesse. You might know me from the MCU crew, but also I do other things as well. I'm over on YouTube. I'm here on Twitch. Jesse Cox, you can look me up. And if you want to find out more about me, head over to jessecox.com. Everything's there from podcasts to fun stuff to all the things I'm sure you'll love. Now I'm going to go back to this fake conversation over here. See you next time. We're getting out of here. Thanks for watching, everyone. 
Stick around if you're watching live That's on Twitch. Sigh. <laughs> We're going to be checking out Thor the Dark World and getting all gooped up with Natalie Portman right after this. We'll see you guys then. <laughs>